0: Hi guys. I'm back with another podcast. It's Natasha, your girl with the YBF podcast. And today I have a great and special guest. I'm so happy she's finally here again. We'll talk about that. <laughs> this is her second time actually, but y'all's first time hearing her here on the podcast. Please welcome a really great woman just all around a great woman and we'll get to why she is that she is a supermodel in my head please welcome lyris cross okay so i have to spit off like your credentials and stuff for the people that don't (laughs) understand but first of all lyris was okay lyris did my podcast like two three years ago Maybe no, like three years ago. No. It was longer than that? No. no it was like three no, years. No, no it wasn't three. You're, you're taking it too long. It was about Maybe. a year and a half. Oh, I was a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It was in my old apartment in, yes. in the city. Um, oh yeah. It was right before I moved. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, what had happened was mm-hmm. I am a perfectionist and I didn't love the sound. And honestly, after listening to other people's podcasts that they say, oh, this isn't perfect, but I'm going to put it out anyway. I should have put it out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, But I will at some point. I'm going to pull it from the vault and throw it out there. Uh-uh. It was really good. It was, really good. <laughs> it was emotional and it was good. But I, I know she to... had me all crying. I know. And I had my mom <laughs> call in because my mom's a big fan of hers, too, because of Project Runway. But anyway, this time we're going to do it again. Um And we're professional now we're in a studio now Mm -hmm. so we ain't gonna have no problems okay so lyris you may know her from the project runway days you did it for like two three or two years i think no it It was only
1: it was only one season i thought
0: it was two because they said you started in like 2015 oh no my
1: fault you know what you are absolutely right Mm. i did season (laughs) i did the finale the the first time they ever had a Mm -hmm. plus size designer right. who requested right. that was Ashley Nell Tipton mm-hmm. on season 14 she requested to use plus size models. Right. So that was the first time they ever had plus size models on the show mm-hmm. in, a des- in a designer finale. That mm-hmm. was season 14 and then for the very first season where they ever had models of all sizes right. for the week to week designer competitions. Mm-hmm. Season 16 which was actually the final season of it on Lifetime. Yes. yes. Right now they are knee deep in season Season 17, mm-hmm. um, which is, is now back on Bravo. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's where you may know lyrics from. Um, and
1: I Yes, think I became one that's, of the, one of the that's first you plus models. I think broke out to, the most. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I became one of the first, uh, first plus models to win the model portion of. Project Runway, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And
0: before Project Runway, though, she had been in this game, y'all, doing yes. the thing. You already signed. Right now, you're signed to Dorothy Combs model, correct? C- correct. And um, um, also signed to an agency in London, correct? Correct. So you are international. Yes. Um, she's also done campaigns for Lane Bryant, Ashley Stewart mm-hmm. lingerie company. By the way, every time you post that lingerie on <laughs> Facebook, you see me like posting, like, girl, <laughs> give me, pass it to me, please. Yes. If looks so good. Yes. Oh. Curvy Couture, shout out to them. So and Goddess Lingerie. Mm-hmm. Um and you've also done speaking engagements at Harvard and Princeton and more. Yes. Um, you also did movies. Um, you were you appeared in The Best Man and mm-hmm. Baby Boy and The Wire, where you're from in Maryland. Yes. Um, and also has walked the runways in Britain and New York for full fashion full figured fashion week. Yes. And I mean she just does the most. And what I <laughs> mostly love about her is that she's always been a supporter of the YBF.com. So Support another black woman in the, right. in the business. And, um, you know, really loves the CGU, Curvy Girls United. That's right. Which I used to always talk about, y'all. Yes, So y'all did. that have been riding with us for a while, y'all know what I'm talking about. So, the main reason why Lyris is here is because she has a new book out. I do. And it's right now on Amazon. And it is called...
1: Yep, it's called Make the World Your Runway, Top Model Secrets for Everyday Confidence and Success. It's where I take... Model tips that I use in my everyday life and expound upon them, not only in the physical, but in the mental and spiritual. Because there are a lot of things that models do daily that, you know, people can use in their everyday lives from your presence to your posture, to your poise, to positivity, to standing in your power. All of those things are very important. So I pretty much, I liken the runway that I step onto, mm-hmm. to the runway of life that we step on every day. Yes. yes. Make the
0: world your one way. Yeah. And it's right now on Amazon and also Kindle. Yes. Um, paperback and Kindle. So congrats on that. Thank Very you exciting. so much. Very exciting. How long did it take you to write that?
1: I'm going to say a lot of people are, have been surprised because they thought like, you know, you probably were like slaving over this for mm. a long time. And mm. to me, I felt like it was, I was slaving over it mm. for a while. But it really started about a year, it was the year and a half to get the whole project done. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: It feels like, um, it feels like a I don't not a how to like almost like a journal like a like a personal um explanation of this is what I went through this is how I did it and this is why and almost like an inspirational thing about how you can do it too yes. so you know I, I I don't think that you had to do you know it's not fiction so it's not like you have to sit there and be creative and think about like scenarios that never happened in real life mm-hmm. this is your life mm-hmm. so maybe that's why it wasn't like a in a way it was a slave away process but in a way See, to it to me didn't take it felt like as it long.
1: but i think um the big thing was trying to focus in and carve out time to do it
0: oh, yes. because
1: coming off a project runway i literally i've been on and off planes mm-hmm. for the past like
0: i mean you're a working
1: model so yeah, yes i i'm actually living what i'm talking about i my hashtag is life of a working model and i actually Live that I am working constantly. Mm -hmm. And it was trying to focus and get my thoughts in and really put, you know, whether it was pen to paper at times or voice to voice memo or, um, or, you know, fingers to the keyboard, whatever it was, whatever I had to do to, Mm -hmm. to get it out.
0: Um, and you also do your working model boot camp Yes, you did that. Um, tell me about that because I, I, I need a class. But go ahead. Tell us about <laughs> it.
1: It's called Life of a Working Model Boot Camp. And I basically created it because I wanted a place for aspiring and also models who are in the industry but just wanted to up-level their careers. For them to come get quality information, mm-hmm. uh, quality advice and knowledge. Because you see a lot of people out here who, oh, I'm an expert on this and an expert on that. And I'm like, okay, well, who's the last client you work for? Mm-hmm. And who did you train under? And who's your role model? And, I, like, I almost believe every coach has, should have a coach. So so who's your coach? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just, not only that, a lot of people... Because I've been in the industry so long, they'll reach out to me and say, "How can I get into modeling? How can I do this?" And then I'll see, I'll, you know, I'll go through their social media, mm. or I'll see the pictures that they've emailed me, and I'm like, thirst trap pictures, Ooh. like selfie. You sta- <laughs> or like somebody took a. I remember one girl sent me a picture of her saying she wanted to get into modeling, and she's standing out front of her house holding a Marshall's bag. Listen, and I'm like, did she did she kill it though? She didn't kill it. Oh no. damn. But my thing is, if you are submitting this to me Mm -hmm. and I'm someone who's in the industry, you're probably sending stuff like this to agencies. And that's where, uh -uh, uh-uh, now. And so I just want to be able to help people to help them go after their dreams. So that's why I created Life of a Working Model Bootcamp. We have two, well, actually three classes now. We have my master class, which is like the how-to of modeling. And it also has, like, a, a small uh, runway class. Then I have the perfection in posing, which teaches you how to pose in front of the camera, but also pose on the runway. Mm-hmm. And then I just did one called Project Slay, which was, like, all about runway, um, a small panel. But I actually had, um, I call her my model daughter, Slay West. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is 11 years old, and mm-hmm. she's had, like, viral moments. Her walk is, like, meaner than most Adults, like, oh, I'm sure. I feel like she's been here before. Mm-hmm. So check her out. Her Instagram is C-E-L-A-I West. So Cele West. And I had the casting director from Project Runway. Oh. Yeah. So my thing was I want to be able to give people great opportunities mm-hmm. to, you know, to learn from other people, but to also put them in front of people who can really help Push them forward in their purpose or their dream or their career. I also had the ca- the um, editor in chief of Plus Model Magazine. So,
0: very nice. Yes. I love that. It's a way to give back, but also just being informa- informative yes. and like everybody can't do everything. You might have the talent, but mm-hmm. if you don't have the know how to get it there. Mm hmm really doesn't matter yes so I've learned um so Tim Gunn who is the icon of Project One Way even though he's no longer there he was the icon yes and he (laughs) wrote the forward to your book and that's first of all amazing um and second I loved what he said about I'm not gonna talk about the whole thing because I mean it's it's your book people need to read it Mm -hmm. but something he said register with me because I think this is the one and only thing in life Mm -hmm. I disagree with you on okay but he asked you, the way that you all met was, you know, I guess on your way to something for Project Runway and on a bus. And he met you with two other models and mm-hmm. you all were talking about the term plus size. Mm-hmm. And he said, what can we do to to change this term, to make it more, I don't know, you know, like more, just a better term to describe women that don't
1: wear a size two,
0: basically. Well, he wanted and,
1: another, what's what's another word we can call you all?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But he, he made it seem like there needs to be a better word. Mm-hmm. And what you said is, I like that word. Mm-hmm. I like plus size. I think it's not the term that needs to change. It's the world that has to change their view on that term. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I actually hate the term plus size. Um, And I actually, maybe I just don't have enough faith in the masses to mm-hmm. think of it in a better way. You know, like to think of it in a more equal slash inclusive slash just it is what it is type way as Mm -hmm. opposed to otherism it feels very other Mm -hmm. um and you just are more optimistic than me but (laughs) what explain to me one what is the plus size industry and why do you feel that way that you don't need to change the word
1: okay plus size industry as far as models is two different things Mm -hmm. the modeling industry plus starts at pretty much like a full size 6 or like a 8 really and up. Oof. So anything above that. Then in the shopping world, plus starts pretty much at a size 12 and up. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like we have to change the the stigma around it. Like think about it. If you we we sometimes give certain words too much power. Mm-hmm. We, I look at plus as a descriptor, just like you say, tall, short. When somebody says that they're short, it doesn't, I'm I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm so repulsed. Oh my goodness.
0: I do get repulsed by being called short. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But see, I don't, I I, some people, but some people can feel a way about being Mm -hmm. tall. I was teased at a point for being tall. I don't, I think we are giving, um, too much power to other people. And letting them make plus be this dirty, ugly, bad word. Just like maybe some people have done that with black. Mm -hmm. Black isn't, you know, we've read definitions that it's dark, it's this, it's that. Okay, but we've taken it and flipped it and we're like, no, black is beautiful. Black is strong. So for me, I'm like, plus is beautiful. Plus is awesome. Plus is just a descriptor. It helps me to find my clothes so I'm not wasting time. Like... Do you have my size or not?
0: <laughs> and Do usually you it's not?
1: <laughs> but but, don't waste my time. Mm-hmm. I know. Don't waste my time. So I just look at it more as a descriptor. We, if we change the, the stigma and just look at it like, oh, this is just a way, another way of describing sizes or ranges or just like you know, tall, short, petite, petite. Like people don't say, oh my god, petite. <gasps> <laughs> So why are we making plus be mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't stand plus. Okay. Plus petite. Like, and I this is the way that mm-hmm. I want people to view it is mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying.
0: And mm-hmm. I think that I get annoyed by it because when people do say the term, it
1: is from a negative standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's but like. But that's because you have to understand for years they have been trained to believe one way. Mm, we are now going through retraining them to see Mm -hmm. and believe it in another way true that's what half of my job is when i step out on a runway i am retraining the masses to understand and see that plus size is a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. a lot of the comments if you um put my name in a search on like twitter and Lyra's project runway you will see some of the comments I remember people were like, you know, when I heard that plus size models are going to be on Project Runway, I just thought, oh, my gosh, this is going to be horrible. This is going to be a mess. I mean, literally. But these are some of the messages that I got. But they like, the way you came out there and displayed clothes Mm -hmm. and your poise and your presence, these were things that moved me. Mm -hmm. So every time that you see an ad where a plus woman is standing in the power of who she is, she's... um, loving, and you can read her confidence across the pages, that's changing the stigma of what plus is. True. So that's part of my job. And I, I feel like, you know, the revolution has been happening for quite some time mm-hmm. with plus-size women in fashion, and it's going to continue to. Me being on Project Runway, I mean, you see Lizzo. Yes. You know, she's stepping out her. there, and she's proudly plus, right. you know? These are the things that are changing the stigma of the word plus so it's not looked at as this dirty word. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, And how did you get to this point of confidence, though? How did you get to this point of believing, not just saying, but truly believing Mm -hmm. that plus is beautiful? Um, And you did talk about this in your book about, you know, going through things in high school and, Mm -hmm. and building confidence. So, and people even agencies, mm-hmm. um, you know, here and there telling you, oh, maybe you should lose weight. How do you ha- – what, what triggered in your mind to say, not to internalize that, but and maybe you did at first, but to flip that and say, nope, I'm beautiful, I'm going to stay the way I am, and I'm going to own my lane and claim my lane?
1: Well, I think um, it started really back with my parents. Mm-hmm. I have a father who has always spoken very highly of me and into me. Um He's told me I was beautiful. He told me I was smart. He told me I could, you know, do anything that I put my mind to. My mom, the same type of way. I think, um... <clears throat> also... I mean, I think that's just to a testament to how important, number one, how our parents affect mm-hmm. us and our self-image. Yep. So that's one thing. Number two, I started to um for quite i'll say for quite some time i was trying to fight it and then i was just like okay i'm literally i'm working against nature Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just i i keep trying to be this size that i'm not Mm -hmm. and i'm either going to embody this and run with it so that's why, like, for a while, I was doing music videos. I was working with Urban Brands because I felt like they would accept me at the size I was in at that time. And I'm glad that I did because... E- but even within that, that was a big deal to, like... And that's when I was, like, a size 8'10". So, and that was,
0: that was too I, much I was for like a
1: video? The, I, I was, like, the big girl on set. They didn't... Really? Yeah. I remember sometimes June Ambrose would... Have clothes and it's uh-huh. like, okay, if you were above, uh, above a size six, they just wanted to give you a bikini oh. or they didn't really have certain stuff for you. Right. So um, a lot of times I would go to set and I would bring my own clothes. Yes. So you couldn't, you couldn't just, you know, you couldn't just throw me in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the stylist did the best that they could, mm-hmm. you know, but I knew for me, that's why I like, I remember when I did <clears throat> my very first feature. Where I did a music video and I was the lead girl. I'm I'm gonna be dating myself just a little bit, <laughs> but it was um, Beanie Man's "Who Am I" video. Uh huh. And that was such a big deal because everybody was like, "Who is this thick, right, voluptuous girl?" Mm-hmm. Because the only other girl you would really see who was thick and voluptuous, mm-hmm. and this is who I was looking up to, moving to New as a you know high school girl moving to New York. Uh-huh. I used to see Big Les. But she was oh, a dancer. Yeah. She was a dancer. I thought you were gonna say Queen Latifah. Oh no, no, no. I'm talking about as far as not being the rap artist. Uh-huh. Um, being someone who but someone More who's in the also, model lane. Right. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. the only person I really could see was Big Les. Okay. And I would be like, Wow, like she's dope, but I knew I couldn't dance like her. Right. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not gonna be a dancer, but how can I if she can make it work for herself mm-hmm. I can make this work for me too. So instead of looking at it as this is going to be this horrible thing, I'm going to accept this and let this be the thing that stands out about me. Why
0: and that's not? what,
1: yeah. And that's what, next thing you know, I used to, I, I started to be the, well, we, we need to get somebody like, lyrics with some curves in the video, uh-huh. so that's why they would call on me because they wanted somebody who just had a thicker body,
0: and that's why she's called the body, <laughs> and the the Naomi Campbell of plus.
1: Yes, that's what they <laughs> affectionately call me.
0: I love it, and I remember seeing you in Best Man thinking that, and I, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always the girl that like. I mean, clearly, I'm not a size two or three, four, five, whatever. Mm-hmm. I could never. You remember five, five, seven, nine in a store? Yes. I could never go up in there. Could never, never could fit a five, seven, or a nine. I think I went from zero to sixteen. Like I really do.
1: Child, I, I haven't <laughs> been able to fit a nine in eons. <laughs> and I used to be
0: so jealous because all my friend, when you're like in fifth grade, that's mm-hmm. the you know that's mm-hmm. the store limited mm-hmm. two, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I can't fit nine up in there, mm-hmm. and they didn't have. Um, I think now they call it misses Mm -hmm. for like for sizes that are bigger than what you see in the mainstream stores Mm -hmm. for younger kids but that wasn't typical
1: right they didn't have fashionable stuff for young women who were plus size
0: and not to mention if you're going to the school dance and if you needed things like that, like my mom was a seamstress, like she she knows how to sew, she does seamstressing mm-hmm. and things like that. She made almost all of my prom dresses, formal wow. dresses, um, for high school because you know, I was a I was shaped like a like a 30 year old woman when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. So it and now looking back on I'm like, damn, I should have been happy. Oh, I should have been so happy. <laughs> looking at them pictures, and I hated myself so Much. Because, Mm -hmm. again, it felt other. You -hmm. know, you never walked into a store. I I couldn't go to the mall. I went to the mall with my
1: friends just to be with my Mm friends. But they're shopping. I'm like, I mean. But guess what? That's still happening to this day. It's gotten better. The choices have gotten better. Oh, absolutely better. But, and certain stores are now extending their sizes. But there's still times when I go out with my girlfriends and it's like, (laughs) <laughs> okay well i'm gonna go over here right i'm gonna see, see y'all later i'm gonna go
0: shop for shoes i, I catch up with y'all yeah. but it was really great for me to see and i told trina this when she was on the podcast to see people like her mm-hmm. and to see um you know just i do not to this day do not know this girl's name but there was a girl in the who do you love video for l mm-hmm. You j's she was swimming in the, in the water at the mm-hmm. very beginning To this day, she's like, my body goals. And I'm like, who is this girl? But those (laughs) things weren't, they just weren't put on a pedestal. Right. You know? And even Melissa Ford to some extent. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like, the thicker girls, like, was always my thing. I fell in love with them. I wanted to be them. Mm -hmm. They were hung up on my walls. And I know I can't be the only one. So I applaud you you for owning
1: that. I was the same way. I apologize for owning I mean, that.
0: Because what if you would have just been like, no, let me go starve myself? Then girls like me wouldn't have had somebody to. But
1: but that's the thing. I actually did try to starve myself. That only lasted like for a little bit. Ugh, yeah, of course. Because I just I love to eat, my and life. um, and like I said, I was fighting nature. Like mm-hmm. I am. I'm not. Everybody is not supposed to be the same size. Exactly. We're just not.
0: Exactly. Like
1: one of the things I say in my book, "Make the World Your Runway." You know, how boring would the world be if we all looked the same? If we were all the same height, same complexion, uh, same hair color, mm. we we really color the world with how we show up in it. Yes. Whether it's hair color, our height, freckles, uh, red hair, short, tall, whatever it mm-hmm. is. That's how we color the world to make it so beautiful.
0: And I wish people understood that and stop judging, coming from a place Mm -hmm. of judgment. Mm -hmm. um, And not just about plus or whatever, but it's about unless you look a certain way, especially for TV or radio or something like that, unless you look a specific way, People tend to look down upon you, mm-hmm. or they don't care about what's coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. They only want to either see you or not see you at all. Mm-hmm. It's weird to me, and that is kind of my problem with the word plus because it all, from the outset it puts me in an other place before I even walk into the room. But Natasha, but,
1: but Natasha, you have to think about how you are also changing the stigma mm-hmm. of what plus size is. Mm-hmm. The fact that you are able to use your voice in your podcast, the fact that you'll go on The Real and these other shows and put, you know, show them that no, I have something to say and I can say it intelligently. You don't, you can see beyond this. Mm-hmm. You are changing the stigma every time you open your mouth, every time you put pen to paper. You need to remember that as well. Never thought, of, don't make me
0: crop in here. But don't it's do the truth. It. I never thought about it like but that. But it's the truth. You don't even
1: realize how you are changing the game mm-hmm. as a boss as well. Mm-hmm. So remember that. Don't don't think like oh I hate this. No, you you are actually a game changer as well.
0: I never thought I mean it is the whole idea of be the change you want to see and mm-hmm. I never I literally never thought about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it takes somebody who's on the outside to see what someone else is doing mm-hmm. and to speak that to you. So
0: I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's keep doing that. <laughs> um, so you also speak about being open to constructive criticism. Yes. What is something that someone has told you before that you truly internalized and made it a better, better for you?
1: Hmm. Constructive criticism, something somebody told me. You know what? Um, This was an incident that happened a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Because I work in modeling, a lot of times I'll see people, and I, because I've worked with some of the greatest hair, makeup, and stylist designers over the span of my career, mm-hmm. I'll look at somebody and I'll be like, oh, if she could just change this and change that, da 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 da. da. And then I didn't realize that one day I said this to a friend, and the way she said it, she took major offense. And I was wondering why, like, I didn't speak to her for, like, almost a year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, what? what was the problem? She, because she had a friend, and I was like, oh, I was like, if your friend could do this, this, and this, like, you know, she could be, she could look so much better. Oh, and she really took offense to, it. and she was like, "You just don't understand what she's been through." Da, 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 da. And I was like, "You know what? I didn't realize that me saying that, I so said because I I work in an industry where you know we're breaking down this and yes. this and that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you know somebody you know this is a girlfriend back back in Baltimore. They're not going to receive it the same way that someone right. here in New York would receive it. it. So I was just like, okay." So I need to either not say that <laughs> at all, unless somebody asks me their opinion, mm-hmm. or maybe that there there is a um, nicer way that, well, not nicer, but um, maybe there's a way that I can present it so they are more open to receiving it. Mm-hmm. Because this isn't, this isn't Tyra
0: and top model, and you can, exactly. because they come into the room expecting that, this is just somebody that... It's just living an everyday yes, life.
1: Yeah. Yes. and But my thing is, I, I think a lot of times I want to see the best in people, and I want the best for them. So I'm always like, wow, you know, she could just, like, change the shape of her eyebrows. Yeah. Like, I'm like that yeah. type of person. Yeah, But I was just like, you know what? You need to just let that go <laughs> a little bit, Lyrus. Like, release that. Understand, you know, maybe when you go home to Baltimore, just... Leave the New York stuff in New York and relax and just be in your home state of Baltimore and I mean home state of Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. And just, you know, just relax.
0: Right. Be Laris. Yeah. Not Laris on the runway.
1: Exactly.
0: Um oh, what are your feelings on the new Project Way? My mother, by the way, still calls me <laughs> every week. Did you watch Project Longway? And I'm like, I have told you for Fifteen seasons now. I don't watch it, (laughs) but I still listen to everything she has to say about it. So, what do you feel about it?
1: You're not going to believe this, but um, I literally have been on the road almost for these past two months. I have not. I only quit the first episode. Oh, okay. Um, The first episode. uh...
0: Are they doing things like drastically different? I mean, I know it's all different judges. I know it's Christian Siriano. I mean, it's
1: a different. It's a whole new regime. It's a different production company.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It's a different network. It's different hosts. The only person that returned was Nina Garcia. Right. Uh, I think, you know, if you've been used to something for 16 seasons, mm-hmm. you do have to give it a second to let it find its new rhythm. Okay. And I think people are either hating it or loving it. I think for me, it just. I don't know that. I, and I'm only judging on the very first episode here. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. I don't want people to quote me incorrectly, uh-huh. but it just didn't have a certain punch to it that I was expecting. But, um, my thing is I'm going to binge watch this season and see if my views change on it. And even some people, they have tagged me in comments on Twitter and I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't even know how to respond to that. That's going on. Cause mm-hmm. I haven't been able to watch episodes lately. But I was like, you know, I'm going to binge watch and I'll get back to you soon.
0: Do you? Okay, so I remember when Project One Way had their spinoff of the model show. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, models competing as well, mm-hmm. um, parallel to the designers competing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel like there should be another one and would you host it?
1: I would love to host uh, some type of spinoff show for... Project Runway, or just some type of modeling show. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have come to me about different stuff over the years. It just hasn't materialized yet. Mm-hmm. But um, even right now, a lot of the Project Runway fan base has just been hitting me like, I am missing you this season. Why aren't yeah. you on the runway? That you know, Are you going to be there for next season? And the thing is, it's a whole new production company. They mm-hmm. didn't want to use any of the models Hmm. Um, from last season. I guess they wanted to make sure it was like a clean break so people wouldn't say, Well, you're carrying over what was happening last season onto this okay. new fresh season. Okay. But um my thing is this, I'm in a place now where I'm I'm not begging for any opportunity. Absolutely
0: not. None. I always say this. People people aren't stupid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And people are always like, Oh, well, Hollywood just doesn't know. Listen. There is, to some extent, Hollywood is very blind to some things. Mm-hmm. And that that could be because of privilege. It could be because of intentional ignorance mm-hmm. um, and or ignorance that they don't even realize. Subconscious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't stupid, though. Mm-hmm. So if you see what could be where the holes are and where they could be filled and you choose not to. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've been falling back from that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to keep pitching you things that are very obvious. Mm-hmm. And you keep acting like you don't see it. Right. Is that how you feel?
1: Yeah. My, my thing is every week I get tagged in something, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you know, saying we want you back, we want you back. I'm like, okay, I'm sure the people from Magical Elves or Bravo see this. If they want me back, cool. Right. If they don't. It's okay. Right. There's
0: reasons God why is my they do source, and don't.
1: Honey, God is my source. Hmm. And he has continued to open doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that I haven't been able to watch Project Runway because I have been overseas working. Hello? Listen. God, look, God doesn't working have me model. missing any meals. <laughs>
0: hey. I feel the same way about men. I'm not going to approach a man. <laughs> <laughs> just because he there. Like my friends be like, Why don't you just go up to him and say,
1: What um why do
0: I have to shoot my <laughs> shot? He sees me, he saw me walk in here. Since when does a man not speak up for what he wants? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yes. If they want it, they'll come get it, okay
1: Yeah, I I just feel like right now, literally, opportunities are finding me and coming to me mm-hmm. because I just I'm in a place where I fully know my worth and what I expect mm-hmm. and really my expectations in my head and what I speak, you know, personally in my my home sanctuary, mm-hmm. I feel like it is pulling those things towards me. So I, I just I'm I feel like I'm what did I what did I say to my friend? I'm in a place of of easy flow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so if they want me to come back, cool. If not, I already know that somehow I will be back on TV again very soon. I love that. Yeah. So
0: let's talk about confidence real quick. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I have, like, a specific Uh question I want to ask. Uh-oh. So I actually talked since you mentioned June Ambrose, she Mm -hmm. was on the podcast as well. And I talked to her about. I love her so much. We talked about, you know, styling and styling for plus versus styling for, um. Um, street size or Mm -hmm. mainstream size people and I was telling her like she just always looks so perfect Mm -hmm. and that's even if it's an unperfect look she still looks perfect Mm -hmm. and I think it's just because if you have a creative mind if you're if you have a stylist mind you're always going to look good no matter what you throw on Mm -hmm. because that's just who you are you just have that that mind
1: I think that's part of it
0: yeah and Mm -hmm. I was like so why is it (laughs) I was like even if somebody has that mind or that that talent if you are over a size 10 to be perfectly honest it makes your choices drastically smaller it makes the 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 effort that you put in 10 times more and everything is just harder when it comes to fashion and that's why it's a little bit hard part of the reason why it's a little bit harder for a girl that's not a size six to to feel confident and to feel great whenever she steps outside the house because her choices of what she had to put on were already limited Mm -hmm. and now I have to figure out how to make it work for my body so I don't look like marshmallow man walking out the house or I don't look like this or look like that (laughs) everything has to be flattering being flattering is very important Mm -hmm. if you're not just a typical you know person that can wear anything from a hanger Mm -hmm. so I asked her what does she do about those people that she has a style like that or like because now everybody has your mind and your choices Mm -hmm. she's like oh it's no it's all the same thing i was like girl it ain't the same thing it's just (laughs) not trust me it's not now has it gotten better with options and choices Uh yes but it's still somebody else posted on like a meme like most of these clothes that y'all wearing don't look good y'all just look great because you're skinny period point blank (laughs) <laughs> and because if it would have been on anybody else, even like that outfit, ugly, uh-huh. or it just looks like cheap clothes. But if you're skinny and you put on something, everything damn near looks good. Uh-huh. So I'm like, isn't your job easier whenever you're styling somebody's a size two? You know, or- their job is easier. And she's like, no, it's the same. I was like, girl, no, the it's devil not. Is a lie. And so I maybe it's just because I'm uh-huh. I live this life, and she never has had to live the life of being somebody over a certain size. Uh-huh. And not to say she, because I think a good. A a good stylist can style anyone Anybody. and I do mm-hmm. think she can but I also think it's harder and I think that that's where we differ. And I guess where I my question is how do you get how do you make sure that you're still confident when all those things are working against you and when somebody's like well you should be confident anyway you should be this you should be that. I hear you mm-hmm. but it is harder. So how do you what what can what can someone do when It is what it is. It's not easy to walk out the house and feel great when you're a size 16 or 18. Even if you're wearing something Gucci that actually fits you because it's stretchy or something like that. And you just look amazing technically. Mm -hmm. Again, not everything looks great because it's harder for it to look great on you. So how does one feel confident despite that? And what can they do to make themselves, I don't know, feel more flat, feel more flatter in their clothes or just, how do we make it work?
1: Well, Does that make sense? I think so. I, I, I'm going to try to answer it, and you can tell me if I'm mm-hmm. going down the right path. I think one of the things that a lot of women of size don't figure out is what works with their body type. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people be like, oh, my gosh, he just looks amazing and close. That's because this person has identified mm-hmm. I'm built like this right here, mm-hmm. these type of cuts work good on me, this doesn't work good on me, um, this hem limb looks good on me, this doesn't. That's why like in in the book, I talk about have fun with fashion. So but have- that's harder for somebody that But you still gotta push yourself. A lot of stuff that, there's a lot of stuff in life that we, um, may have limitations about, but you still gotta, you still gotta push forward regardless. Mm -hmm. So like my sister, she hates to shop, right? Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, but you still want to look your best and you need to find stuff that works with your body. You've had three kids, you know, get out there and just, try to have fun with fashion. She's hated certain stuff because, oh well this doesn't work, that doesn't work. Okay, but do you know that okay, maybe you have this type of build, so maybe mm-hmm. you should find this type of dress. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of books, um one of my mentors, oh Lord, was it the The Art of Dressing Curves by Susan Moses. Ooh Yes, that is like the curvy girls Bible. Oh, if I you do that. not yes, the art of dressing curves um it, I may have the title wrong but I believe it I believe that is the name of it. It's by Susan Moses. Every plus-size woman should have that book. That is your curvy staple mm-hmm. bible. It will tell you how to um d- it'll tell you about different designers, it'll tell you about dressing for your body. Uh, it'll tell you tell you a, a lot more in detail how to find the, you know the, the, literally the art of dressing for your body. A lot of people don't necessarily have the greatest fashion sense, mm-hmm. but if they know how to find stuff that works for their body, it works. they look amazing. Mm-hmm. And then once they feel like, oh, okay, this fits good. I feel good. All right. Because when it fits good, you, you do like, feel good. You and that's what I'm saying. It's, co- the the
0: confidence factor comes from feeling good. Mm-hmm. And the feeling good comes from looking good.
1: Mm-hmm. And if that's, um, that's the part that's the hard part, though. Right. But. We also need to, especially plus size women, there are a lot of brands out there. Mm-hmm. People just don't know about that. I agree. They don't use stuff like, um, there's a great resource like Plus Model Magazine, uh, the curvy Yes, I like it. Yes, she puts so much information mm-hmm. out there. I even go there and I'm like, wow, I never heard of this company. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know how to translate some of the fashion that they see that maybe, let's say, a torrid or simply bee Mm -hmm. or a boohoo, eloquy. But then this is where I, this is where I do appreciate, um, influencers and bloggers. They are able to translate something that you may see. That's hanging on a hanger into how you can wear it for your everyday so fashion. So I would say follow some of these women mm-hmm. so you can see, okay, wow, she has a shape like mine and she buy, she tends to buy dresses from this company. I should look into mm-hmm. this company to maybe get dresses so this way I can find stuff that really fits my body. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of the bloggers and the influencers. Right. You're able to see a variation of body types. Because everything
0: does not look, again, a mm-hmm. lot of things look great because the person is skinny. So anything's mm-hmm. going to look good on them. Mm-hmm. So seeing it on a person that, fit, that looks like your body type, like you said. Mm-hmm. It will save you so much, so much money, so much like back and forth returning stuff. Like it saves a lot. Um, and one of the things I learned from having a stylist, and Mm -hmm. even if you don't have a stylist forever, I feel like, and not everybody has to have like an A list Hollywood stylist. No. There's a lot of people out here, even on Instagram, that are trying to break into the styling game who learn a lot, um, because they're trying to get through, Mm -hmm. um, and they're trying to put, get their name out there. So they're studying and doing this and doing that. So they know, how to style somebody that is not a size two or three or four. Mm -hmm. Um, so sometimes linking up with a person like that just to have a couple of consultations so they can tell you what looks great. One of the best things I think I did was um, having a stylist at the very beginning and it was Wayman and Micah who are now, I mean child, they they on the cover of Hollywood Report and shit. (laughs) Like they doing the most. I can't even I was like I can't even deal with y'all no more. they're styling Tessa Thompson and like Mm -hmm. literally everyone. Mm -hmm. Um one of the things that they taught me that I will forever carry with me is making sure knowing my body type my measurements mm-hmm. and also knowing exactly what doesn't work on me and stop yes. hiding versus showing and mm-hmm. when you hide things mm-hmm. you actually emphasize them mm-hmm. and that's what i have been doing all my life trying to hide my body trying to wear you know like the big which look again looks it, what- great on a on a girl that's a size 2 she's wearing like the the what do you call those like flowy mumu Kind of, that's what they would call it. I don't call it a moo moo, but it's like <laughs> the flowy top that's like, you know, like, you know, it has no shape. It's just like the flowy, but it's It actually, pretty.
1: a lot of times, And you try to hide it, Mm -hmm. you actually make yourself look bigger.
0: And they were like, Natasha, stop. And they actually sat down with me and made me go online shopping with them. They were like, Mm -hmm. pick out everything that you would pick out. Everything I picked out, he went through the cart. He was like, absolutely not. What Mm -hmm. is your deal with these flowy tops? I'm like, it's so pretty. He was like, you're trying to hide areas Mm -hmm. and you're making yourself even bigger. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, oh, so now I know how to buy things that cinch in certain places. Mm -hmm. And now I know how to sometimes you gotta get things tailored which is going to be your best friend
1: honey give me a high five. listen i try to tell people and it
0: doesn't cost as much as you think
1: it really doesn't whether it's jeans whether it's a dress that you need to you know either bring the hem up or Mm -hmm. or let it
0: out or jackets because jackets are a tough part for me so even buying things that might not fit at first and and, and kind of like pulling things out your ass, like they would do. They would get a panel put in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, like they would take the blazer apart, mm-hmm. put a sheer panel. So now you done created a whole new look, mm-hmm. and now it fits. And I'm like, I would never think to do things like
1: that. So, Belts.
0: Oh, jewelry. Belt, honey.
1: All types of stuff, yes. So, I, so just
0: knowing somebody that can help you dress for your body type. Hit up Lyris even, So I don't know, but Yeah, have I mean, somebody one of my
1: favorite, two of my favorites are... Um, uh Stylish Curves on Instagram mm-hmm. and Crystal Thompson G. A stylist? They well they both do styling but oh, okay. they're they're more like bloggers influencers. Oh, okay, but if you go to Crystal Thompson uh G Honey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: she be Oh, she! Be
0: you be buying everything. Yes. I love it. I love seeing that. So she okay, that's a good dresses.
1: And she's you know a woman of size, and she looks amazing. That's
0: a good tip. You know,
1: I, that's why I tell people play with hats, play with mm-hmm. earrings, play with different types of belts. For mm-hmm. me, I like to always like give proportion. So I'll mm-hmm. buy. I'll. For me, I will I will try different belts with different outfits Mm -hmm. to give the the body shape that I like to give. Not only that, it's very important that everything starts with our foundation, whether it's in life or it's in our clothing. And I talk about this in the book too. too, honey. But it's the truth. A lot of women, I like. Like I said, I have that that eye that's like, oh my gosh, I wish mm-hmm. I could. Like, I'll go to the beach and I'm like, her bikini is too. <laughs> Leave <small."> people alone. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm like, she could look amazing uh-huh. if she got a bikini that like I'll see women. I'm like, sweetie, I can see you have lost weight. That bikini is from three years ago. Mm-hmm. You, it's too big for you, mm-hmm. and it's not even showing off all the work that you've been putting in right. in the gym. You know, and I'm like, I wish I could do a makeover on her. It would be amazing. I love that. Yeah, like, there are a lot of things. Or maybe you gain weight after having a baby, Mm -hmm. and you're still trying to wear the the bathing suit that you had before Uh you had the baby. You could still wear the bathing suit, but you may just need a different type of bathing suit Uh to accentuate what you have at that point. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things are about being honest at the size you are. A, A great bra can change your life, honey. That's right.
0: Town shop is amazing, by the way, if you're here in the city.
1: <laughs> but a great, that's why I try to tell people, having the right undergarments,
0: the oh, right that changes everything. It can actually bring you down two to three sizes too if you do, I don't do girdles anymore, but mm-hmm. um, if you do them like two to three sides and it changes mm-hmm. what you wear and it makes you feel better.
1: It does. It does. Just say Even just wearing, um, you know, different shapers mm-hmm. for the belly mm-hmm. and for the thighs, just to make your clothes lay yes. and, and be smoother. Mm-hmm. I just tell women, just keep that in mind when you're shopping right. and you're, you're trying to, you're wondering why this doesn't look great. Uh, key example, a girlfriend of mine was getting ready for a speaking engagement recently. Oh, Liris, why don't you come over to my house, help me pick out something to wear. I'm like, okay. I come over. She's like, oh, well, I tried on this top. I just got it, but I don't like how it looks. It uh-huh. just, I don't know. It just doesn't look great in the stomach area for me. Da-da-da-da-da. I said, go back in there and put on your shaper. <laughs> And try it on again.
0: What's that life like that you leave the house without a shaper? Like, what is that life? I don't well, know that some, life.
1: some women do not like that life.
0: Listen, I don't <laughs> know that life. I haven't known that life since high school. So, I, it must be nice. I think,
1: I think it makes, uh you know, if you need it, I think it helps to make everything look seamless. Yeah. And I like to look seamless. Same. So, um but but really, she put the shaper on because she has, you know, t- tummy area stuff. So she put the shaper on. Then she put the top back on. Then she put her belt on. And she was like, oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God, it works. She was
1: like, <laughs> I love it now. It looks so, like, I feel better. I feel confident in it. And I was like, it's just the little tweaks right. that we have to do. Mm-hmm. Little I, To me, I'm like, it's just part of being a woman.
0: Speaking of that, Mm -hmm. um, did you see Tyra Banks's, of course she did, her Sports Illustrated cover? And she was talking a lot about um, body image as well um, and getting back into that situation Mm -hmm. of being in a swimsuit on a cover at, Mm -hmm. you know, the age she is. 45. Honey, Mm -hmm. looking good. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you feel about that?
1: First of all, kudos to Tyra. Yeah. She has been one of my, like, model mentors in my head mm-hmm. i look forward to the day i've never met her so i, I can't look-
0: believe you've never met her that's I so know,
1: odd right i look forward to the day i meet her because i actually have a great business idea i want to gift her love it yeah i think me and her could literally retire on it yeah but anyway um i think it's amazing because one of the things that we've been talking about for years we've been talking about you know body diversity model diversity racial diversity But a lot of the conversation has never been on age diversity. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that's inevitable. Even I'm maturing Mm -hmm. as a woman and, you know, I know how much money I spend on clothes. Mm -hmm. I know how much my mom spends on clothes. My aunts, you know, why should they be left out? Why is Mm -hmm. it that everything needs to be shown on somebody who's between the ages of 16 to 23, 24, 25 years old? When a lot of the people who have disposable income. Right. Are anywhere from, look, 30, right. 60, 70 years old. Right. They want to be able to see themselves in fashion, too. Um hmm. I think it's amazing that Tyra was featured um as the cover star for Sports Illustrated. I hope that, you know, I got next for next you year. You already
0: posed for, I thought it was Sports Illustrated. And you put it up on Instagram and you were laying on the beach. And I was like, the shit. Did she do Sports no, Illustrated?
1: No, no. I actually I shot that as a um, as a thing like a a package that my agency sent to them. So, so Sports I, Illustrated. Yes. So a lot of people were like, I just I don't understand. I don't like, either because in-
0: I saw who they did choose, and I was like, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Look, I'm here for women, period. But if if we're going to choose. If we're going to <laughs> I don't know how to say this. They did choose a few plus models. They did. And I just but, I but, was confused.
1: Now I hope this doesn't get me in trouble. But I, I know
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to tiptoe around too. But go ahead, go ahead.
1: But my thing is, why is it that whenever we want to show curvy black women, mm-hmm. it's either on an athlete or it's on a Celebrity like actress or someone of that sort. I'm about sort. to say, they didn't
0: have any curvy black women. No, that but before weren't they've
1: done like, you know, like Serena Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done I Beyonce. They, yeah, they've done um, another, I think she's a golf golfer. I can't remember her name. They, oh. But I don't I'm know. just like, hello, there are amazing. That's part of my problem. Black, curvy, Plus size women I out here. I saw two.
0: I don't know if they have more than two. I went. I only mm-hmm. looked through their photo gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw two plus size models, both white, and I, I wasn't impressed. And mm-hmm. I just was like, there are so, and they don't have to be black. I'm just saying, why? What? What is? Y'all, what are y'all looking for? Because to me, there were so many other options that I feel like they could have chosen. I actually for went.
1: That. I actually went down. I flew to Miami for their uh, model search. Lord, yes, went to the whole like went through the whole. Did you process. see other
0: people that you should were like, she should have been at?
1: Oh, definitely, that's why wow. it almost felt like <sighs> you know, I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. I, I will you. say this shout out to um, Jasmine, my homegirl, Jasmine, who was on Project Runway with me. Mm-hmm. She had made it to the top 16, um, and you know, she's a chocolate girl, so I was really hoping that mm-hmm. she would have made it through. Um, to you know, so we could have some mm-hmm. chocolate girl CGU up right. in Sports Illustrated, but they do have um Veronica Pompei. Uh-huh. She just became like the first Polynesian model. Oh, um, and she's plus size. Was she in it last
0: year? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Because there was so one this in is, it last year. It looks... Yeah,
1: this is her first time. So kudos to her. Um, but yeah, I am waiting for us to see like. I mean, no shade. I Like, you look at her and you know, oh, no, she black.
0: Yes. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, Tyra was the cover and her spread is amazing. Yeah, but
1: Tyra, it's also like... Tyra already has a name. And, and my do we thing have to is, be
0: Tyra to be in there? Damn.
1: That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I feel like Sports Illustrated is able to make new stars. They do it every Agreed. year. So, Agreed.
0: And With I know else. that
1: the talent exists mm-hmm. as far as black plus size, mm-hmm. fabulous models for their issue. So, I hey, agree. Sports Illustrated, holla at me.
0: Please holla at her, child. <laughs> Jeez. By the way, I'm really annoyed that all de- we were just talking about fashion and it just came back into my head um, and shopping. And you're here in New York. Mm-hmm. so And I feel like we're in New York, so we have a lot more options than just the everyday person who's not in New York. And if mm-hmm. our options are slim, damn, what is everybody else dealing with? But what I hate is that A lot of department stores have pulled the plus size sections out Uh or they just don't sell them at all. You have to go online. Uh And the last – I used to love going into Bloomingdale's because they had a whole floor Uh for it. And the last time I went in there was like a few years ago. And I was like, where – what? Where's the? I'm looking on the on the directory. I'm like, no, I've been in here enough times and not have to look at a directory. But let, maybe I'm tripping, and I could not find it at all. Mm-hmm. And I finally, <laughs> I finally asked a salesperson, and I'm like, did you all move where the plus? Floor is or something. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Oh no, we don't do that in the store anymore. You have to go online." It was very, like, (laughs) very, like, um, standoffish with Mm -hmm. the answer. And I'm like, "Well, what the hell?" And then I go online and I see so many people complaining about this. And I noticed that the only store, Lauren Taylor, isn't even here no more. So we don't have that no more. The only store that has any plus size section, department store wise, Macy's. Macy's. That's
1: my, that's my store. I I like Macy's, Mm -hmm.
0: but that's the only one. Mm -hmm. And then just outside of that. Only a few H&Ms and a few Forever 21s have their plus section in the store. Yeah. What else? What else? So what do you suggest? Like when you're like in a hurry and you got to just get something to wear, which every woman deals with every day of her life. And mm-hmm. usually, and this is where um, size privilege comes in. Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody talking about this actually about being able to walk into a store and picking out whatever. You don't even think to yourself, what if I don't have my, what if they don't have my size? hmm If you're over a size eight, Mm -hmm. honestly, you think about that. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do when you're in a hurry and you don't have time to order offline where this seems to be the only place we can find clothes that are over a size eight or ten? What do you suggest? What do you do? Like, how do you make things work?
1: A lot of times uh, if I don't have time to, like, order something or go to the store, I'll, I'll try to find something that's simple in my wardrobe and kind of remix it. Mm -hmm. And when I say remix it, it can be like we're sitting here and you have like a motorcycle jacket over your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe instead of the motorcycle jacket, I may wear that same dress or jumper, but I'm going to put a blazer with it Mm -hmm. or I'm going to put some type of like brooch or pin Or, you know, this time I'm going to rock a hat and a different type of boots Mm. or shoes. I'll remix something that I have in my wardrobe that maybe is simple, but I can add something to it that gives it a new spin where it looks fresh. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But that goes into, like I was saying, you have to play with fashion. Just have fun with it. Because a lot of times I'm like, I'm not both, I'm, I'm not about to go spend all this money on another outfit and it
0: probably won't even fit right and Mm -mm. it's never it's never right
1: yeah a lot of times i have done that before and this is speaking out of my my own life these are things that i've gone through Mm -hmm. go next thing you know i'm at a store i didn't spend two three hours pulling clothes Mm -hmm. trying them on Mm -hmm. like i recently went to what was it zara right oh I have a love-hate
0: relationship with Zara. I know, because they
1: have so many cool pieces. So many cool clothes. But the thing is, clothes. it's made from a... They, they cut European, which means if you're buying the 14, it's really a 12.
0: Yes. And then... They do have a few XXL. A few. A few. A few. They are never in the store, though.
1: But <laughs> even, like, the XL hardly ever fits me. So I spent, literally, last week, two and a half hours in the store. And what did I leave with? Two hats.
0: That's how... This is why I have a love-hate relate. I love seeing everything in Zara. I love trying, because I love everything in there. But the fit, I'm like, if y'all could just go up two more sides, just just a couple more. Yeah. Y'all can make so much more money and have so many more customers. So I do end up, what I also find in mm-hmm. Zara, or just anywhere, if you find things with elastic or things that are oversized, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. things can sometimes fit. Um
1: But sometimes you have to comment on your social media. Yeah. Um, If I see a piece that I like. And it'll say, you know, we don't we don't have it in this size. I will or or will leave us a, a your email, and we'll let you know when this size is available. I'll do it just so they can see that people want this in a XL right. or people want this in a two X. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to know that the demand is there. A lot of times, and it, this is where it, it gets tricky. You were just talking about how some of these stores are closed out, and mm-hmm. you know. Um, you're like, why don't they have these departments? Mm-hmm. A lot of times they don't realize that the plus size consumer is not coming to shop at your store because she doesn't even know that you offer stuff in they her size. They don't advertise
0: it. They don't exactly. market it right. I agree. There
1: are different designers that and I wear also- that people say, who is that by? And I'm like, oh, that's by such and such. They're like, they make plus? I'm yeah. like, yeah. They just
0: don't advertise right. plus. And y'all also put it in like in the basement or like just, and it's just not a good shopping experience. Mm -hmm. You feel like other, Mm -hmm. like I always say. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever. Um, Do you, uh, do you watch that show Shrill on Hulu? Have you heard of it? No, but
1: I've heard about it. Mm -hmm. It's so good.
0: (laughs) I really wish you watched it because it's like such, it's something I really want to talk about. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. But I feel
0: like you might still be able to talk, if you want to talk about it. It's personal, but it's still like, we can try. F it. It needs to be talked about. Okay. If not,
1: we can, you know, I'm sure you can edit it. So,
0: <laughs> so, Shrill on Hulu is probably the first, um, yeah, the first um, fictional show. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a documentary. It's not, you know, talk show. Mm-hmm. It's a full-on drama comedy, you know, Series. And um, the lead is A.D. Bryant, and she is, you know, a plus actress and one mm-hmm. well, an actress who happens to be plus size. Um, she's from SNL. She's very funny. So she's, I think she created this as well, or either, either she created it or it's from a book. I can't remember. No, it's based on a book. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did help, you know, translate it to screen. Um, I think that this is probably the most on point idea of what it means to be a woman that is. Over a size eight or ten in America. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I can't speak for outside of America. Mm-hmm. But in America, it is so on point. It's scary. Like, it's like, oh mm. my God, I am so sane watching this. And yes, Uh-oh, she's a white I really woman. Binge oh, listen. Yes, she's a white woman. So. Mm-hmm there's some things that you know and i'm not saying i can't relate i'm saying that girl had you been black it would have been worse that's what i found myself <laughs> saying sometimes but the good thing is her co-star her best friend is a black woman who's also who's plus size as well and she's a lesbian and she's just like loving herself and it was just so refreshing to see mm-hmm. but i think that was so it was so needed and one of the thing one of the main storylines is her dating life okay. and um sex dating and just how she feels about herself when it comes to men and the type of men she chooses Mm -hmm. and it just real, I don't know. It just struck a chord. I was like, "Girl."
1: So, what type of men does so she choose? And let me she, let me hear about this sex. She
0: chooses f boys for sure, okay, because they're hot and they worship her while they're having sex and while it's a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. But then when she noticed the the main guy, the first the one she starts out with, she was like, "When I actually needed him and I actually wanted to, you know, try to make this something more, he." It was almost like, how dare I ask that? Like, I'm not worthy of a relationship, Mm. but I'm worthy of having sex with. And he didn't flat out say that, but that's definitely what his actions showed. And I'm looking like, oh, my God. Do you know how many women feel like, whether he says it or not, how many women feel like that Mm -hmm. and are scared to even ask for more because you're scared of that response coming and you're scared of being Treat it like or feeling like you're not worthy of more than just a sexual fetish or just sex in general, mm-hmm. even if he really likes you, mm-hmm. if he's not willing to bring you out in public and be your man, mm-hmm. like be proud, not just bring you out, but put you on a pedestal like he would anyone else. Mm-hmm you can't be with him and she it took her the whole season to to figure that out mm. and when she she met other guys she had sex with a black dude which i was like it was her best friend's brother and i was like mm, i don't <laughs> know about this um that was the one part i was a little annoyed by uh-huh. because he worshiped the ground she walked on when it came down to them talking about sex so i'm like would you have had sex with a black girl that looked like her though mm-hmm. no mm.
1: to be honest she wouldn't have
0: so it really did like I don't know. It just touched me when it comes to dating and sex. It really, she will be having the best day ever because she done told somebody off or told somebody what they need to know at her job. Mm -hmm. She has to be, people don't listen to her because she doesn't look a certain way, but Mm -hmm. she's actually one of the smartest people there. So Mm -hmm. when she finally calls people out for it and demands to be heard and kills shit at work, like kills it and makes the company money, la, da, da, now they start paying attention and Mm -hmm. she's on a high and she's doing this. She walks out of her job and, Boom! Something else hits her in the face that reminds her, "You're just a fat, ugly girl, and no one cares." Mm. Whether it's somebody says a stupid comment to her mm-hmm. or somebody ignores her, it, she always got a reminder right after she felt like, "Here's my confidence; I'm on top of the world." Mm-hmm. It's like this circle. It's it's just like, and now you feel bad about yourself again. Now it's going to take you another two weeks to build up this confidence again. Mm. I was like, woo! She's telling a life story, honey. Wow, layered. How do you feel about things like this? And when, especially when it comes to dating and men, and the confidence that it does take to date. I don't care what you look like. You could be Halle Berry and shoot, she still got issues. So. <laughs> Okay. it's it's really it's more than that. But add on ageism, add on um, sizeism, add Mm -hmm. on all these other things, add on being a black woman Mm -hmm. that that's that's successful at that. Mm -hmm. How do you deal and how do you know the difference between somebody that wants you as a fetish versus wants you as you?
1: Mm, That's loaded questions. I know. Um,
0: I know. This show is so good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think um, one of my favorite quotes, and I I say this all the time on social media, is standards are what you allow. Mm -hmm. So once you start to figure out, like, this doesn't work for me, whether it's you're keeping me a secret or um, you're not treating me how I feel is, mm-hmm. feel like I should be treated, standards are what you allow. If you continue to allow them to, you know, date you, sleep with you, whatever, you're creating the standard. And most men, if you create their standard, they're going to stick to it. They're mm-hmm. going to continue to do whatever you allow them to. Right. You know? So a lot of times we want to blame them, but we also need to blame ourselves. For sure. So I think it kind of... We have to bring it back to ourselves. Of okay, am I going to allow this or not? Or if you are going to allow, allow it, just make sure that you're okay with it. Is right. is this trade off? Is, is I'm okay with just having sex with this person because that's all I want from this person? Okay, well remember that when you're going into this, so that way you're not like, well, why didn't he do this and what? No, you were going into it for <laughs> sex, right? Right. You know, I think you don't think get al- girlfriend benefits. Right. I think sometimes we aren't um honest with ourselves mm-hmm. about our expectations or what we want. Oh, you know, I don't really, I wasn't really looking for anything. I just want to have fun when, you know, you really want a relationship. But, and that's kind
0: of what she went through mm-hmm. too, but it was out of fear of him doing exactly what he did and mm-hmm. out of fear of a man being like, I don't want more than that. Why would I want that with you? So you lower your standards because you feel like you, either you don't deserve
1: anything see, more or. See, you said you lower your standards, mm-hmm. but standards are what we allow. I agree. So you can't lower that standard. If this yeah. is what... like, if, 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 if you only want A, then you have to focus on I'm only allowing in A. I'm not allowing in B. Or, um, like you said, maybe she was in that situation and she realized, wow, we're really enjoying each other. The thing is, if you voice whatever it is and say, you know what? I'm really liking you. Maybe we should try to see where this goes. If he says no guess what he just wasn't the one for you he wasn't and it can hurt mm-hmm. trust me i've been through my own relationship stuff mm-hmm. it can it can it can hurt our hearts can get broken but do you really want to be with somebody who's not for you or doesn't really want you and desire you doesn't want to be public with you no you know? no you don't and i think i I
0: really and I always preach this about women. This is why people be on my Facebook page like, "Girl, do you hate men." <laughs> I know. I am just a big proponent. I had to everything you're talking about. I had to really learn over the last several years. Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of it's okay to be single mm-hmm. because I think a lot of this is pushed by the fear of singledom. Whether mm-hmm. and I don't care what size or what you look like. Period. Women mm-hmm. are ashamed for being single. Mm-hmm. So I feel like especially if you're not the traditional definition of beauty, mm-hmm. then you feel especially pressured to get validated and mm-hmm. for people to see. I got a man, though. So you're willing to put up with anything. And yeah, people I'm really got to stop that.
1: I'm not putting up with just anything. I
0: don't either. I'm okay with being single. I'm more than okay with being single. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, do friends always be like, well, why don't you date more? Why don't you go high like that dude? Why don't you do it? I'm st- I'm literally sitting right here. He sees me. If mm-hmm. he wants this, he can. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of men who do come up to me, so he can do the same thing.
1: Well, see, this is my only thing. You have to still make sure that you are giving off a signal that says I am available. I probably don't see, and that's probably where your problem is. Because <laughs> it's don't? okay for you to want them to come to you, but if you, it's like men, men, not only men, just people read mm-hmm. energy. So, if your energy seems closed, like, mm-hmm. I knew one time when I was coming out of a relationship that didn't work, mm-hmm. and I could tell by the guys I was attracting at that time, I was attracting them because of the energy that I had mm-hmm. at that point in my life. I was very closed off. I was very cold. I was very, mm-mm. So, I attracted men who were not really looking for anything serious. They were kind of closed off. They were kind of cold because... I was basically attracting the reflection of where Ooh, I was so in, in my true. life. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. But it's the truth. That's why I'm saying you have to allow yourself to still be open because men can feel it. Yeah. They can feel it. They're like, mm, mm-mm. Right. She cute and all, but you could tell she... Right. She's going to be some work, honey. She's going to be some work. Somebody hurt her. Like, oh, you know, God. think about it. You've, you've seen guys post something on Facebook and you'd be like, Dad dude, Who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? Yeah. We can we can feel it. We can see it. Like you it's just like that homegirl that you know you can go down her Instagram feed and you like, God that girl, like yeah. you are just you know, you're making it seem like it's not about you, but I could tell it's about you. <laughs> like who like Okay, yeah. girl, we get it. He hurt you. Right. Can you move forward? Right. Can you, can you move forward for me? Please, Jeez. for all of us. Exactly. Well, okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. Please watch it. Like, just DM me, like, whenever you're finished.
1: Okay. Like, okay. So I'm going to check it out it. for you.
0: Yes. I'm going to check um, it out for it's you. It's so good.
1: Now, what was the other part of the question? Because I know you had another um, part. I think,
0: uh, oh, what did I say? Oh, about being, um... no, I think you answered it. Okay. Let me let me just make sure. But I think you answered it. Da-da-da-da-da. No, I think you did answer it. Whatever. Um, oh, something I did want to get to. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Just so I know. Oh, God. I know this is awkward. But when it comes to sex, mm-hmm. how do you feel about? Oh, that's what it was. How okay. do you feel about the fetish versus?
1: Oh, that's what it was.
0: Yes. Versus like he really does want you. Hmm. Have you ever been in that position, though, where yes. you felt that? Okay, so, and I don't know if other women deal with this. Uh huh. <laughs> it happens, okay? And you don't know it until it happens. You're like, oh, oh, you don't really? Oh, okay, I see. That's your type. A
1: lot of times when they're fetishizing you, it's always something referring to your size. Uh-huh. Or, like, their compliments are always about your size. Or even if it's fetishizing you about your race. Oh, I just love me a yes. chocolate queen and he's a white guy. Like yes. I don't need you to keep saying that. I just you can just <laughs> call me queen. Thank you. <laughs> you know? But usually when somebody is fetishizing you, you could feel it because they continue to bring up the point that they're fetishizing you about. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, I think if you just slow everything down, slow it completely down. Take your time to really get to know them. Have quality um conversation. You can see where their head is head is at and where they're going. Right. A lot of times we are, you know, speeding up through everything mm-hmm. and that's where we miss the red flags. Yeah. So, cuz you're we... scared you're
0: going to lose his interest and been there done that girl, mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do, do it. it. You are better than that. <laughs> okay, let's do fast fab 5 real quick. Okay. Before we run out of time, which we're doing pretty good on time, we're good. Okay. Um, okay, so Fast Five Five is just like the quick response that you have to a phrase that I throw out there. Okay. Okay. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasure you only do in private.
1: Dig up my nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> um, a model that you want to offer
1: up a tip or two. A model I want to offer up. Tip or two. Uh most of the models will come to my model boot camp. I can't like think Listen, of
0: Listen. Naomi had some tips for Bella and Gigi Hadid I know you got
1: tips. Uh no, I, I really don't. I can't think of anybody that I mm-hmm. would want to specifically give a tip to. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. And insecurity that you hate talking about?
1: Uh rejection in dating.
0: Hmm. I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask about those too. No, I'm <laughs> we already we already did. <laughs>
1: yes, I, I'm telling you. I just I have to breathe. I just kind of have to have the. It is what it is. What if I decide to put myself out there? I just have mm-hmm. to deal with the consequences. Love it. Yeah. The last time you cried, uh, yesterday. About what? Uh the weather. I, no, actually um over this weekend I was in Baltimore mm-hmm. and I visited my mom and dad for Mother's Day and you know, when mm-hmm. I talked about talk to you last time on the first podcast, yes. my dad is uh going through dementia Alzheimer's. Yes. And he's now in assisted living. Okay. But just um I posted a video on my Instagram and on my Facebook and whenever I watched it back it was just like it just kept giving me more tears and I was like I can't watch my yeah. own video anymore because I was just thinking about you know people were like oh don't be sad Larissa." and it's not necessarily I was being sad I was overcome with the emotion and love that my mother has for my father The way she takes care of him and loves him and, you know, does everything to continue to give him his dignity while he's, you know, unfortunately, slowly breaking down.
0: It's a horrible disease and one that is even harder on family that have to deal with that yeah
1: yeah so. so it was just like watching the video and mm-hmm. just seeing my emotions talking about the love that my mother provides for my father I love that yeah
0: um and last one mm-hmm. did Jesse Smollett scam everybody yes oh my god uh you yes. really think so I
1: do I'm the this only
0: person I... out of everybody I know that thinks he didn't
1: okay <laughs> this, this is my thing and uh, look, and and I'm saying this, uh, Jesse. I've never met you a day in my life. <laughs> no, actually, well, we, no, we were in the same party, but I still didn't meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, you seem like you're a nice guy, and you very well could, you know, you could be a very nice guy. But my thing is this. After they dropped the charges on you, mm-hmm. you did not say, I want them to find the guy who was did telling. this.
0: That was telling. I mm-hmm. want...
1: You to persecute whoever did this mm-hmm. to the fullest extent of the law because this happened to me. He went to Hawaii, y'all, and was sipping and chilling. So to me, that's just like
0: uh, right. Um, okay, that's the one thing that is that that yeah.
1: And and my thing was it's it's just it was too many pieces that showed. What it was, I think it they just didn't have enough to stick for mm-hmm. a heavy conven uh conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at all the pieces, I mean, from the videotape of them buying the mask and the <laughs> like, just everything—it's <laughs> it, all right there. I, I just oh, Justin, I, I still
0: don't get why he would. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Why? We, because
1: we live in a society that is. About it's a lot about uh, greed and Mm -hmm. fame and fame by any means necessary. He had it though. Yeah, but still, there's a different type. Think about it. His when his when your your name is getting mentioned by the leader of of our free world Mm -hmm. in a news conference. That's (sighs) a whole different level of fame. Yeah, you may have had empire fame, but empire fame is different. From like total national news, clout chasing has gotten it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I I think it's it just shows you where we are as a society, as a culture.
0: So you think Jesse's a clout chaser? Okay, fine.
1: In that incident, yes. (laughs) All right. Sorry, Jesse.
0: Sorry, sorry, not sorry. So a few hot topics. Okay. Sierra and Russell Wilson love. Why was I crying my eyes out watching the view? <sighs> this ain't my man. Why am I crying?
1: I'm like, does you know what he it is? have a brother? Yes, Can he, he does. Clone himself. He needs to yeah he is because she's was, really uh, blessed i mean i'm seriously. sure he's blessed too but honey seriously girl you blessed, blessed.
0: you don't want to be out here in this in these streets single trust me because he is oh. so i was just talking about this with like, my CC, team actually do not
1: mess that up
0: at all um and they were like well i mean why like does she really feel this powerful every time he does not powerful so overcoming emotion every time he does something grandiose even though now we call it just being Russell like he's stay surprising her stay doing stuff Mm -hmm. they're like does she really I'm like listen if you've ever been with an F boy Mm -hmm. and you've ever dealt with just horrible relationships and after that relationship was over not only does he not apologize, but he still blames you and the world is blaming you and you start questioning yourself like, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Am I, am I not good enough? Am I not worthy of real love? Is this real love? Is this everything that I have to look for? Like you just start questioning so many things mm-hmm. and you start to internalize and you feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of women don't have that. I don't even want to call it a rebound. They don't have that, uh, follow up. Mm. Where another man comes in and shows them what nothing wrong with you mm. and what nothing wrong with you did. You just did it with the wrong person. And here I am Ooh, to show that's you. That's the whole word right girl, there. Listen, and here I am to that show kinda, you that this is. I kinda is it.
1: wrote something about that the other day. Cause I was just saying like a lot like I'm I am very all or nothing. I'm mm-hmm. a huge lover. I'm very thoughtful. I'm that type of person, like You know, oh, well, I know he has to be this time, so let me time it to make sure that he could get this. Like, I'm very thoughtful. I'm very romantic. And sometimes you've—I have felt bad for, Dag. I was too loving. I was too kind. I was too thoughtful. You think it's your fault. But then I had to change that outlook and say, Mm -hmm. no, that person just— didn't know how to receive the love that I give, and that's okay. Mm. It just wasn't meant for them.
0: But when you find the one that does the same thing, that's it's giving you the same crazy. energy, that's what you see with Sierra and Russell. Yes. And I think that a lot of women just aren't, we don't, we don't, are not given that opportunity right away. Mm-hmm. So you just sit in this place of insecurity and your heart hurts and you still questioning things. Sierra now has somebody that's showing her, no, you were right, and I'm doing the same thing for you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, Like you can't help but just be touched by that, even by looking. I think from the outside, they
1: are a sweet reminder that, especially if you're single, that great men exist. Exist. Oh, they exist. Hmm.
0: They exist. He done bought his mama a mansion, honey, for Mother's Day. He done threw her a surprise, (laughs) a surprise album release party. And another thing that I love is that he uses his. Privilege in life and mm-hmm. his ad his advantages. Just being a man, to be honest, mm-hmm. like you have advantages in life. He's giving those and sharing that knowledge he gets, that access he has with her. So mm-hmm. now she has her own label. She's independent. She has this. She has mm-hmm. that. Would she have done all this on her own? Maybe eventually, but right now, a mm-hmm. year or two after she started, no. She's but see. She that's has everything. Man who
1: literally wants to see you win. Mm-hmm. Who literally is putting his mouth where his money is. Yes. Who literally wants the best for you that's what touches ma'am that's the type of love that and that's what i want that we want yeah,
0: mm. yeah. yes yeah. um and wendy talked about her revo- her divorce today wendy mm-hmm. williams really it was like the first time she's ever addressed it head on wow. so today and i had to like stop i was doing my makeup getting myself together and i was like uh, what? honey i need the tea it was so much okay so I don't even remember what she was talking about before this Mm -hmm. and what made her start talking about her divorce. I can't remember the story she was talking about, but she just slid right in. And she was like, I'm going through my divorce right now. And the Mm -hmm. whole audience like lost it and was so happy for her because not because she's getting a divorce per se, Mm -hmm. but because she's leaving a situation that was clearly dragging her toxic to Mm -hmm. the fullest extent dragging her down not allowing her to be her best self while we fell in love with her Mm -hmm. and the way she talked about it was just like a light cut on in her head and she is just living her absolute best life she was like i have a new bachelorette pad Mm -hmm. i'm you know i have the great view over the city Mm -hmm. and i have men visitors coming in and out and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) tea (laughs) <laughs> she said a came to her house, her security guard. That's what it was. Uh-huh. She went to that ball that Andre Leon Talley did okay. over the weekend. Uh-huh. And the, her, her security guard looks a lot like Kevin, her, okay. her ex-husband. And people were like, and the video was kind of like murky. And it was like, who is that? Is that Kevin with her? Uh And when he sat down next to her, she was like, sit right here. And I'm like, is that Kevin? Come to find out, it's actually her security guard who looks very much like him. She was like, Mm -hmm. that's my security guard. I'm going through a divorce. So Uh she made it very clear. Um, She's like, you know, I got men coming in and out, and I'm I'm out here living. I'm out here going out more than ever. She's like, I've rediscovered my love for men. Mm -hmm. Listen.
1: Well, see, I will say this. I'm here for it all. I, I understand that, but I hope she really does take some time. Oh, absolutely. To chill out. She needs process. to she, date. Date. Yeah, but I'd rather her fully get divorced first. True. Or or really get, True. you know, really be almost towards the end. But
0: sometimes people need to date to get to themselves, if that makes sense.
1: No, no, no. I, I do want her to be happy because it seems like she probably wasn't happy for quite some time. Yes, And And had um, to lie
0: and cover it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I I do want her to still process and heal.
0: I agree. Like, when she said, I'm dating, I was like, I was kind of taken aback. Because I was Mm like,
1: eh. Like, girl, you just filed divorce, like, two weeks ago. And
0: you were just saying everything was great four weeks ago. so. But then I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? It goes back to that Sierra and Russell thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's okay to have a man constantly show, like, in, around you showing you, no, this is what real man, that doesn't mean you need to fall into a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a reminder from a real man mm-hmm. who likes you for you and puts you on a pedestal mm-hmm. and for you to have not just your ego stroke, but just be treated like a woman. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that helps you get back to yourself. Agreed. So I ain't mad at her child. Do you, Wendy?
1: It? Mm.
0: <laughs> I finally this is why I fell in love with her. I love it. Okay. You know what? I
1: I know this is a, a sidebar. I mm-hmm. really wasn't happy with how people Why do people get so mad about her? Um like they okay. like when she fainted, like people. Oh, I don't were understand just, people
0: being mad about that. That was
1: weird. People were so rude. And I just Well, because she spends her career
0: make if somebody else would have done that she would have talked about it
1: but my thing was my thing is this I personally maybe because I don't watch her as much as I used to but Mm -hmm. I just don't think some of the stuff that I see across the blogs and stuff yeah I'm like
0: it's not warranted
1: I'm like what Wendy said is nothing compared to what all all this other stuff I see and you guys go at Wendy so hard she's on a
0: national platform she's been doing it for 10 years the bigger you are the harder you fall so I guess um i mean she even said that today too she was like i'm she's like i would ask for privacy but i don't give other people privacy when i'm talking about their divorce <laughs> so it's fine uh-huh. like she gets it you mm-hmm. know and i think she can handle it like yeah. it is what it is yes um and the last thing last hot topic a little sad but it seems like it's had a little bit of a better ending i don't know mm-hmm. but um the model ajak dang um mm-hmm. she did a video mm-hmm I guess it was like two weeks ago now. Yes. Um, and she looked like she was having a bit of a breakdown, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "Y'all think y'all know what it is to be a model? You think that this is the life you want? You have no idea. You have no idea that she basically talked about suicidal thoughts, yes. and she said it's just not everything you think it is." And I, it seemed like she wanted to just say, "I hate this." Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows what brought this on exactly. Mm-hmm. And maybe it wasn't one thing, you know, especially when it comes to depression, anxiety, it, it's usually not just one thing. But I do want to ask you as a model, mm-hmm. what do you feel like? I'm sure this is not the first time you've seen something like this. Mm-hmm. And she did come back and say, She's okay, done. I'm fine. She's getting help. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting mm-hmm. help and I'm fine now. And people were upset with her, with, um, IMG models. Um, it's her model agency. People mm-hmm. were upset with them. Like, what are y'all doing to her? Mm-hmm. And she's been in the game a pretty long time. She quit, um, quit, quote, unquote, back in 2016. And then she came back. It seems like she struggles in this industry. What what are the struggles? Like, what, what do you think was going on?
1: Well, I think uh, with modeling, you know, you are constantly judged. Mm-hmm. You know, too big for this, too small for that. Too light for this, too dark for that. Uh, no you got too much personality no you don't have enough personality you are constantly judged and I think a lot of people focus and say oh you know modeling you just have to be beautiful and that's it but people don't realize the mental toughness that you really have to have to make it in this industry. There are girls who have come to me and said, you know, I just want to get into modeling to build your self-esteem. And I'm like, well, child, thank the <laughs> industry the for that. that. Yeah. I'm like, if anything, this industry can tear you apart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you have people who are, you know, especially still in the straight size community. There's a girl who her agency recently, I was talking to her, her agency, wants her to get two inches off her hips. Before she comes to... They're still
0: saying this in 2019? Oh, yeah.
1: They want her to get two inches off her hips before she comes to Milan next month. It's like, imagine what you have to go through to get two inches off your hips in a month. That's impossible. Exactly. So, um, I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, a lot of times you're going on set and... You have to be the the focal attention mm-hmm. on set, and you have to bring it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of pressure there. Um, you have a lot of people poking and prodding. Sometimes people, a lot of times, people look at models as you know, speak and not be heard. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, model, but we don't want to hear yeah. you talk. You yeah, don't yeah. need to. You just need to show up and do. You're not a real person, right? Oh, oh let me just pin this. Let me, uh, you know. You know, people have their hands all on you. People will treat you all types of ways. And that's because really in the arts industry, there is not much regulation Mm -hmm. there. Now there are companies like I think there's the Model Alliance and um, other companies that are starting to come forward that are trying to really build certain safe business practices, because a lot of times it would be. You backstage changing for a fashion show and, you know, photographers coming back, you butt naked.
0: Yeah. And, a, and they want you just to be like, okay with that.
1: Right. And they could be snapping pictures, you know? Ugh. Now, Yeah. Now there are a lot more regulations. No, you need to have a dressing room, whether that person decides to use it or not. And... Um, And like I said, you're just dealing with all these different personalities on set. You're dealing with the pressures of trying to fit in. Mm. And it really can take a toll on you. And I hate to say it, sometimes, you know, this isn't for all agents, but sometimes agents are some people who wanted to get into modeling who weren't able to. Ooh,
0: so they got a chip on their shoulder. Some of them
1: can have that chip on their shoulder and not, Really treat their models with a certain level of respect mm-hmm. and just a certain level of humanity, which is needed because mm-hmm. models are people, too. And you would think
0: because she's she is a pretty big model, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't think she'll would be having these types of issues.
1: Oh, no. Just the thing. Every time I leave a set, I am unemployed.
0: Oh, OK. Think about that. hmm.
1: Every time. Any model leaves a set, they are unemployed again until they get the next the job, next. and the next job, and the next job. It is so. Think about a
0: constant grind.
1: A constant grind.
0: Yeah. Think
1: about that mentally and physically every day. You're trying to figure out how can I get it? Ugh. How can I get the next check? Book the next campaign? Book the next catalog? This is what most models are going through every day Mm -hmm. then not only that it's a balancing act because models we don't get paid every two weeks like most people who work a nine to five this client may pay in two months Mm -hmm. they may pay in six months i had a client it took them 10 months to pay me same so you're also trying to balance paying your bills Mm -hmm. you also have an erratic, erratic schedule i mean there's years i would miss my family reunion in the past, not now, but I would miss my family reunion because, oh, this job came. Well, I need this so I can pay my bills. Yeah. Sorry, mom, I can't make it down. Yeah. You know, because you just never know, unless you get a consistent client, you never know, am I going to be able to make that money again? Mm-hmm. So you, ha- there's a lot of mental toughness that is needed to make it in this industry.
0: And if she's struggling like that, even every once in a while, oh, I could imagine the people yeah. that don't have... I mean, she has been. She's modeled every runway, and it's like, dang, girl.
1: Yeah, but do you also then you also have people who don't have your best interests at heart too? Uh, You know, people who push drugs, people who uh, may come at you sexually. Mm -hmm. You know, all types of stuff. These are all things which happen within you know the arts and entertainment industries.
0: Pretty sad. So, what do you want to end on your your book? Treat the world like your runway. Not yes. treat the world, but make the world your yes. runway. Yes. Is on Amazon right now.
1: Yeah,
0: Kindle and paper yes. paperback. And um, I mean, you've definitely talked about it.
1: Yes, I just extensively.
0: Want... Yes. And what do you want people to know? What's going to make them click that link at Amazon and go buy it?
1: Oh, one, you're going to be supporting uh, a black author, mm-hmm. a female author and uh a woman who literally put her all into this project so support me in, in on that wavelength but also if you want um a renewed mindset mm. deep in purpose um more positivity working on your presence um, standing in the power of all the the new decisions that you're ready to make in your life, then you want to get this book. Let me go get this book. No, I <laughs>
0: already have it. Da.
1: <laughs> but, but that's what I want people to, you know, kind of like the little Duval song. I'm living my best life. <laughs> yeah. I want people to be able to live their best lives. I want people to learn from some of the situations that I've been through. I just want people to literally make the world their runway Mm -hmm. i always say whether you're walking down the aisle at church whether you're walking down the the aisle to get married whether you're walking down the hallway for a business interview Mm -hmm. all it's important for you to make the world your runway and that's important in how we show up how we present ourselves and how we stand in the power of who we are and And be
0: the change you want to see apparently thank you for that feeding that into me, too, <laughs> and the rest of the listeners. No problem. No problem. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much Is there so anything else you want to me. tell fans and, and listeners or anyone?
1: Well, please, just follow me on social media, because that way you can find out any of the things about... What's your handle? Uh, my handle is at lyric, C, which is L-I-R-I-S-C. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me under Lyris Cross, which is L I R. I-S-C-R-O-S-S-E and uh, I think my YouTube is youtube.com backslash L-O-A-W model and um, follow me all there for any information on my Life of a Working Model Bootcamp I usually post new information on my Instagram which is at Lyric again L-I-R-I-S-C or um, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash life of a working model boot camp.
0: Love it. Yes. I'm about to go make the world my runway. You
1: better, girl.
0: I'm about to just do that. CGU. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I love everything about you. You're so uplifting and you Thank definitely you. like make me feel great. Like you make all women feel.
1: Thank you. And Thank I you. hope that you literally play this back. <laughs> No, for real, for real. Play this back and remember those words that I spoke mm-hmm. about the change that you are creating as well. And I want you to listen to that, meditate in that mm-hmm. and let that What's what's the guy uh Country Wayne? He like, "Let that seep into you." What does he yeah. say? <laughs> let, for real, something but, like that. Yeah, 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 but but let that seep into you. Mm-hmm. And um I hope that something that I said not only affected you today, but also affected uh, your audience. Oh, I'm um, sure. And, and just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your platform. We're, and keep up the oh, great work, girl.
0: Thank you. And we're going to be work. putting um, a link to Make the World Your Runway in the description box on the podcast. So Yay. click that link and get it, y'all. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Thanks for listening.